Welcome to the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast. In each episode, we'll delve into the wisdom of spiritual teachings of the science of mind and universal metaphysical principles inspired by Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. Join us as we explore empowering stories, embrace the power of love and higher consciousness, and walk the path to a more awakened life through the lens of New Thought spirituality. Enjoy! Well, um, as has been said, as you can tell, February is the month of love. And last week, we explored that inherent urge that we have to live in the heart of the beloved spirit, the source of our being. Dr. Jean Houston wrote, the only force emotionally powerful enough to call us to sacred stewardship is communion and partnership with the beloved. For we probably will not have the passion for the possible until we experience the motivating power of the relationship with the beloved. That's where it all begins. And out of living in the heart of the beloved, we expand that love to love one another. The Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and John say, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And Gandhi went on to elaborate on that. He said, Love your neighbor as yourself. Every living being is your neighbor including the ones that you don't much care for. So you got to turn that around, right? you got to turn that around. Love is actually our true nature. That is our beingness. And when we remember that, it opens our hearts up to express the love radiance that we are. And so it's important that we stay conscious and that we remember that we are the very presence of love. That's what we're made of. It's in our DNA. We actually have to work at being a jerk. <laughs> so stop working so hard. It's unnatural. <laughs> so we set the intention. We set the intention to open and leave our hearts open in love and compassion for one another. We infuse love's creative energy into our thoughts, into our words, and into our actions. Just remember that. Love is who I am. Love is what I think. It's what I feel. It's what I express. It's what I be. Cultivate. Cultivate that presence and power of love. And give not only love in the presence of, of the one, but give love to yourself as well. Because the one lives inside of you just the way we live inside of the one divine. And when we have those two things anchored in oneness and in wholeness, love of self, love of spirit, we can't help but expand that out to be in love with one another. It's re it just unfolds with ease and grace and naturalness. But we have to anchor ourselves in the heart of the beloved and remember that 
the beloved is in our heart as well. Shine your light. Shine your light of love out to all whom you meet and to those you never will meet. Lovingly serve others and the world with the gifts that you've been blessed with and do it lovingly, not begrudgingly. If you ever catch yourself saying, wow, I, you know, I volunteered to be in service to this thing or that thing or this person or that project, but I'm not feeling it. Well, then you know what? Step back. Step back and immerse yourself in love before you take it on. Okay? Go to one of your comrades here and say, I need you to bathe me in love for a moment so that I can be a loving presence. Stand in the light of their love until you remember yours. Okay? Deal? We're going to come from love. We're going to be love. That great spiritual teacher, Jesus, said, love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. It's a great example, great example of being the presence of love. As juxtaposed against our culture sometimes, which nurtures sort of a misplaced quest for love outside of ourselves. We see it in popular love songs. You know them. Looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> Crying in my beer in my favorite bar. Yeah, that song. There we are, drowning our sorrows, trying to get filled up from the outside in. And let me tell you something, it never works. Except if you drink too much beer, you will fill up your bladder, but you won't fill up your heart. I tried. It didn't work. So I'll save you the trouble. When we do that, when we look for love outside of ourselves, we look for something or someone to fill us up because we feel empty, that's, that's an emotion that's driven by fear, by a sense of inadequacy or a sense of separation, like I'm, I'm separate and apart, I'm disconnected from, from life, from the joy of life. And then we will tend to settle for any kind of love we can get, conditional love, right? Conditional love that, that then makes us dependent and addicted to other people's approval of us. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. I tried that too. So I'm going to save you the trouble. Don't do it. All that gets us is a temporary satisfaction, but the inner insecurities remain. The only way to handle that is to do our own inner work and remember that love is who we are. That's how you do it. That's what fills us up. That fountain is from within outward, not the other way around. Okay? So give that stuff up. It just plain doesn't work. It's a waste of time. Our true quest is not so much seeking for love, but rather seeking to be love. That's the quest, to be the presence of love as much as we possibly can, to forget as little as possible that we are the presence of love. Rumi wrote, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. <laughs> 
You know, I spend a good deal of my life building barriers to keep people out. And finally, I woke up and realized that while I was building these walls to keep people out, I was keeping me in. I was a prisoner of my own stupidity. It doesn't work. Let me save you the trouble. <laughs> Nurture that pure, unconditional love that's already within you, waiting to be let out and expressed. Nurture that. Then what happens is it your, your love presence, your radiance overflows with a sense of sufficiency and joy and wholeness and a fullness of being, and you overflow with goodness and love. That love then flows from the desire to give love and also to tap into it and awaken it in other people. You know, those others who have forgotten. Your presence of love can wake it up in them and they go, oh yeah, I'm the presence of love too. Cool. And then that love flows from the realization that love is God calling to God. You know, when we say namaste, the God in me sees the God in you. The love in me feels the love in you. Namaste. Do that. Turn to somebody and namaste. Namaste. You know, during, during uh, COVID or in the recovery after COVID, we, um, we didn't hug for a while, you know. And uh, I'm sure you did that same thing here. And so we were doing namaste instead. And somebody gave me a mask that said, namaste six feet away. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> but too many of us forget to take that mask off. And we're still keeping everybody at six feet away. So uh, be the presence of love and allow others to do the same. And start nurturing that love by cultivating the love within you not only for the presence of, of the one, but also for yourself and for others. Then it can expand outwardly. Um, th there's a poem I want to share by Derek Wolcott that I think captures this idea of the power of, of loving oneself, which enables us to love others. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome. And say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Start loving yourself, and it can't help but come out of you and incorporate and engage others. As I said last week, uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, love is not the answer. Sorry, Judith, you said it was. But <laughs> Dr. King said, love is not the answer. Love is the assignment. And so I'm going to give you another assignment this week. Your assignment is to stand in front of your mirror as a daily practice, look into your eyes and say out loud, Susie, I love you. Put your own name in there. You, you can put mine in too if you want. <laughs> Yeah, throw me in there too. Um, but stand in front of the mirror and say your name. So and so, I love you. 
I love you. It's a very powerful way to start your day. So try it. You'll like it. Now, we transform the world by transforming ourselves, and love is the way that we do it. Again, Dr. Jean Houston wrote, love is the doorway through which the human soul passes from selfishness to service and from solitude to kinship with all humankind. Love awakens us to the presence of the divine within each and all of us. Cultivate that love and compassion and embrace all of life with your loving presence. And let love help you to increase your capacity for gratitude and generosity. Desire to give rather than just to get. Again, awaken, awaken that love in others. And, and you know what? It's, it's, it's like we're in Australia. It's like a boomerang. It'll come right back to you. So any love you put out will reflect back to you. How cool is that? I mean, as, as in your reading, it's the gift that keeps on giving, and, and we can't outgive it. We can't ever deplete it. The more love we give, the more love comes back to us. It's power. I wish there were other things that did that like that, you know? Uh, so love. Love ceaselessly. Give what it is that you seek to receive. Have that kind of generosity. Uh, from the prayer of St. Francis, grant that I may not so much seek to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive. Boundless love. Boundless love overflows and expresses itself in the world in amazing ways. The uh, very infamous, famous and infamous uh, rock guitarist from Seattle, I might add, uh, Jimi Hendrix, said, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, there shall be peace in our world. That's how powerful love is. Could you imagine if the leaders of the world practiced this? If they knew that they were the presence of love and they practiced being the presence of love? Can you imagine that world? Can you? Are you listening, leaders of the world? You know, they could stand to be here <laughs> and listen a time or two. So imagine, don't just imagine, let's not leave it at imagining the leaders of the world remembering that they are the presence of love and acting as if they believed it. Let's intend that. Let's affirm that. You ready to do that? Yes. We're going to affirm, and what that means, my friends, I'm talking to myself here, that means that some of those leaders of the world that are a little harder to love than others we got to love them up, especially love them up, so that they remember who they are, and we tap into that presence of love in them so that they begin to have their thoughts and their feelings and actions reflect that. Would you like to live in that world with me? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So be the presence of love, because when we are the presence of love, we give up ourselves and then it enables us to be a blessing to others and a blessing to the world. And when we are a blessing to the world, we transform it, and then we are blessed. See how that works? It comes right back to us. And here's my question to you. Are you willing, are you personally willing to love enough 
to serve enough to create community here at Center for Spiritual Living Asheville, where we're not just about meeting and serving the needs of ourselves, but that we are willing to love enough, to include enough, to meet and serve the needs and wants of the greater Asheville community and, and the greater world. Are we willing to do that? Are you willing to be the tip of the spear? Yeah? You know, our, uh, our vision statement for Centers for Spiritual Living is we're creating a world that works for everyone. Let's do it. Let's not just have that be a vision statement. Let's have it be a reality. I would like to live in that world before I leave this planet. And, you know, time's ticking. <laughs> I used to be 25. I'm not anymore. So let's, let's get busy. You ready to get busy? And wash the world in love? Let's do it. Let's do it. It really requires of us that we, that we include and weave the diversity of all of us into the oneness and unity of the one of us. That we don't see separation. We see differences and we appreciate them. Right? We embrace them. Love binds all of humanity and the whole universe in divine harmony and interconnected wholeness. If we leave anybody out, we've left a strand out of the tapestry and it's no longer whole. And so that inclusivity of diversity of every nature is absolutely imperative. Whatever the diversity might be. And you know when you think about it? Every single one of us is different. It's not just groups of us that are different. Every single one of us is diverse. And isn't that glorious? Because wouldn't it be a boring world if we were all carbon copies of each other? I mean, all but one of us would be redundant. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So on this Valentine's Day coming up, let's prove it. Let's prove it. Let the presence be present in you as the presence of love. Not just on Valentine's Day, every day. Tayard de Chardin wrote, the day will come when after harnessing space, the winds, the tides, and gravity, we shall harness for God the energies of love. And on that day, for the second time in the history of the world, we shall have discovered fire. Let's be that kind of love. Let's be on fire with love. And I want to close with a, a story. I, I, I think many of you probably heard it before, but it's a good story. For most spiritual traditions, they teach love as the single most potent force in the universe. And this true story from Japan illustrates it. A Japanese man began tearing open walls to renovate his house. He opened one and found a live lizard with a nail hammered into its foot. He discovered the nail was from when the house was built 10 years earlier. 
With its foot nailed in place within the wall, how had the lizard survived for all these years? It seemed impossible. Looking for clues, the man observed the lizard to see what he did while he was stuck there helpless. And the man was amazed and deeply touched at what he saw. Another lizard appeared with food in its mouth. Apparently, this other lizard had been feeding the stuck lizard for the past 10 years. Such caring and unconditional love is powerfully demonstrated between these tiny creatures. And we might ask, what can the power of love do? Love can produce miracles. Just think, one lizard had untiringly been feeding the other for 10 long years without ever giving up hope or abandoning its commitment. If a small creature like a lizard can love like this, just imagine what we can do with the profound power of love if we are willing to fully experience and express it and love one another. Surely, we can live up to the standards of a lizard, right? I think we can move beyond it. So how about we do that? Let love fill you like it did that little lizard, and let love guide your actions toward yourself and others. Blessings on your journey of loving one another, and begin by living in the heart of spirit and loving yourself. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this enlightening voyage with the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast series filled with metaphysical talks inspired by the science of mind teachings of Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. If today's exploration resonated with you and you'd like to support the continuation of this insightful journey, please consider making a donation. Your generosity helps us to continue to share these transformative teachings. To contribute, check the episode's description for a link to our donation page. Every contribution, no matter the size, makes a meaningful impact. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. Connect with us on social media, share your thoughts, and join our community at our live events whenever you're able. May your mind be expanded, your heart opened, and your journey be filled with the profound wisdom of these spiritual teachings.